Il se dit Flynn's dead. Hello and welcome to another television review from MBE. Just like to thank you for joining us once again here on our YouTube channel and of course our Twitch stream. Now John. Yes. Join with John here as always. And we're going Guten to be na good night. The Guten final, night. the finale of Scam 1992, the Harshad Meta story. Yeah, uh, we have just done episode 9, John. We're into episode 10. It's a very strange title. It's Main History, Banana Chata Hoon. Uh, and I'm just going to read the short synopsis. Getting a high rating of 9.5. The highest of the season? Yeah, debatable in my book. But uh, we'll yeah. just read this little short synopsis of what's There's happening. There's issues to be had with this episode, Stephen, yeah. and we will surely divulge on yeah. said issues as uh, this yeah, review well we have to don't we that's, on. that's our jobs yes <laughs> i wish it was my job <laughs> that's for another day daily strikes a deal with harshad based on which he withdraws his press statement Gromore gets back to life with more most of harshad's assets being frozen however bushan's revelations is soon going to turn harshad's world <laughs> upside down now i'm going to hand it over to you now john bushan's lies for the final time um, <sighs> in this finale of Scam 1992, the Harshad meta-story. Yes, Stephen, uh, a, a topsy-turvy episode, this one. It has some high moments, it has some nice moments, it has some emotive moments, it has some low moments, and the low moments tend to coincide with structural issues and timelines, so we'll get into that, I'm absolutely certain of that, but the introduction, Stephen, brief backstory on what transpired after that press conference, we get a little sort of whirlwind sequence we think he's going to go and grab the bull by the horns, like he said to Aj Kedir and Tiaji on the golf course. Yeah. But instead, he backtracks. He has meetings with said sort of advisor from Delhi again. Yeah. Tries to get exoneration, completely exonerated of all crimes. They say, "Look, there's a limit to what we can do." But he backs off completely, again off going after the prime minister. There's contradictions in his sort of testimonies and stuff like that. The market is. Free falling, it's, it falls 2,000 points, I think, from 4,000 to something around the 2,000 mark. He has had his assets freezed, as you did say. He can't trade on the stock exchange in Bombay. Mm. And then there's all sorts of shit going on around about him. People who he got to invest in grow more, who he let down, who were in financial turmoil, who were having people trapped on their doors, are then considering taking their lives. One guy, sadly, does take his yeah. life. We see him... Flip flopping and out of the story, having his wife, yeah, he's, he's having one to ones. Yeah. He's yeah. looking, he's feeling a bit down. Jumps off a, a, a also a rooftop. It's really, it's a, a hard watch out, Stephen. You yeah. hear the fud, yeah. and then it goes right into the intro, and it's kind of sick because I think one of the parts of the intro is a guy yeah. falling. The animated chap, yeah. It's, yeah. I think that's half right, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, building, it's collapsing, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, John, this is, you're right, it's, it's a hard watch, but um, it shows the consequences of. Um, Harshad's actions, yeah, you know, and obviously people's faith in his um, advice and you know um, what he's telling them. Um, the thing that surprised me was Harshad and his brother attending the <laughs> funeral or whatever it's called. I thought, what? what Bit crass. I mean, the 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 widow uh, asks why he's there, and she's got every right to ask. Steve, will you admit that we initially initially had uh, the wrong subtitles? And I ha we yeah. had to acquire other John, subtitles. I was about five minutes in, and I was like, "This isn't sinking right." <laughs> with me. You know that way you can sense it, and I think as well because a lot of the dialogue is spoken in English, broken English yeah. as well at times. And I'm thinking, 
there's something up here. There's yeah. something not right here. You know, and there was uh, the the widows. Uh, she had this long rant that she yeah. was firing across to Harshad, and it was a, a great speech. Mm-hmm. Once we did get the subtitles right, John, um, but it was it was a strange one. But I think it's to show as well that um, you know, as much as you might be on Harshad's side, mm-hmm. you've got to remember the consequences of his actions. Um, did he care for these people? Were they just pawns in his game? All these things are, you know, brought to the surface. And I think with uh, that chap's tragic suicide, yep. that kind of answers those questions that might be in your head. Yeah. Actually, at that point, I was like, do you know something? You really should be punished for your actions because yeah. this, and she says this as well, um, there's more like him out there that are doing this as well because yeah. they put their faith in you and you've let them down. Yes, and Stephen also highlights that there is a human tragedy element to this scam. Mm. That for everything that he has committed, there is a I, consequence. I do think sometimes he, ju- he just doesn't think. He's so yeah. focused on the end game, the goal, and, and his life. Yeah. He doesn't really consider the consequences around him. Yeah, because of course he had a conversation with someone in a previous episode who was going on at him about investments and not getting the money back, and essentially told him, look, that's the, the, the risk within investments within the stock exchange it won't always pay off I can't be accountable I'm busy I've got things to do bye bye put the phone call down so what else I do like Hershad and I think he is a a tragic figure and we'll get into that later on in this episode he's a maverick the guy isn't a fraudster he was just an opportunist who utilised loopholes in the system for his own gain and for other people's gain because he he, he says that the sort of reason detra was always to never let down the investor never have an investor incur losses for what Harshad Mehta has done for his sort of risks. So, I enjoyed that, man. John, the, the higher up people knew what he was doing, yeah, but didn't stop him doing it because they were benefiting from it as well. Yeah. Um, and they always knew if the shit hit the fan, they had their man to pin it on. Absolutely. That, that's the worst part about it. That um, It's not really till this episode, maybe last episode, that you realise that Harshad is a tragic figure. Mm-hmm. And I know we'll get into it further down the line, John, but I thought probably the first five or six episodes, he was the man in control. Yeah. He was a, he was directing everything when, in fact, he wasn't. You know, no. it was it was people above him. You know, and, and it was also investments things. underneath him as yeah. well, and just the system, almost like the current taking him on this journey. Yeah. He was opportunistic enough and smart enough that he could manipulate things here and there to... to Propel him on this cataclysmic rise. He played the long game, meteoric rise. It was cataclysmic for him in the end. But it was Stephen. There was there was other things going on, other machinations within this system. Daily and other things happening, really controlling the the, the, the sort of narrative. It wasn't really. It was, it's almost a. It's a bit strange. It called it being called the it is the harsh ad meta story because it's sort of regaling and taking you through what this guy's journey was. Yeah. But it's almost kind of sick and twisted now as well because. Whilst it is the harsh admitter story, it's actually a story of corruption and of meddling and of broken financial systems. So it isn't really the meta story. It wasn't. His, his actual lawyer was right in the previous episode. It shouldn't be the harsh admitter story. It should be whatever that prime minister's name was. I can't remember his name. Yeah. It's his story. It's a story of corruption. And I like that. That's why I love this, this actual season, this story. It was, it was really well handled, the way it flowed, the way it was written in terms of the script, the way it sort of ebbed and flowed all over the place in a sense, bringing in different figures from different parts of the financial sectors, from different mucky parts of the government, from 
and sort of investigative agencies, the CBI and stuff like that. The way it just moved all over the place and told the story, it was really natural and organic. Yeah. And I, as I keep saying, I'm going to miss watching it. It was a, it's, it's a shame I've came to the end of this. I really wish there was a second season, but sadly it wasn't to be. No. You're right, Stephen, though, going back to it. Harsh Addy has that awkward confrontation if I can speak the Queen's English, and I can't, and I'm not a fan of the Queen, so I hate saying that phrase. You probably know that if you've watched me before, though. I'm not a fan of the monarchy and of Britain and the Empire that spawned out of it in general. Just getting that off my chest. But Stephen, obviously, the dead guy's wife, she has a real good rant, and it's a great scene. She's showing off her acting skills, basically saying to him, do you know why he died? And he says, no, of course I don't. She says, but you know everything. You told him to invest, you told him this would happen, yeah. that would happen, it didn't happen. He trusted you, yeah. and you've let him down, he's dead now because of you. They'll say she it's suicide, to, but you murdered him. ask her husband how it would work, and yeah, I think what she trusting said Trusting uh, her shad. You know, trusting her. It was very sad. Yeah, it was. It was a sad, and, and Stephen, I liked the way that paid off as well. That was a nice little subplot that was popping in and out, as I keep saying. It was sort of flip-flopping in and out of the story, and mm. they paid it off nicely. Yeah. You show the human track, that sort of element of... This guy scams his rise and fall and stuff like that. It wasn't all about matter. It wasn't all about Citibank getting one-upmanship and investments and all of this dodgy dealings. There was a human element too. Yeah. The investors underneath were sort of falling in their own swords, and that was a, it was a tragedy. Mm. But obviously, round about this point, I'm trying to read where we are here. Uh, Sushieta does a, an interview with Sushieta. We spoke about this before we came on. Yeah. Kind of strange the, the way this. Uh, sort of comes in, in comes in and out of this episode as well in terms of timeline because this takes place this episode over a good yeah. 10 year stretch jumps from 93 to 2001 until obviously her shad passes away sadly this interview comes in and out in various different parts of the episode when it shouldn't really be because it's all fixed in a, a, a single time but it's taking place over the course of 10 years and what I've said Stephen and this is my take on it I don't know if you agree with me this is almost like her shad's side of the story she sort of says that to him I want your side mm. He says, look, truths and stuff like that, it's all false, it's all bullshit in a sense. What you're wanting is sensationalism, you're wanting yada, yada, yada. You know, you've watched the episode, if you're watching this, you've watched the episode, Stephen, you know what he said. But it's almost like his eulogy. He's eulogising over what's happened. He's sort of looking back in sadness about what could have happened, what didn't happen. Also, when he passes away, he narrates from this interview. So this is sort of like the heart and soul of her shad in this episode. that's where the... um the director is going with this one, I think. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, obviously, that uh, Harshad's sort of life, uh, yeah. you know, in death, um, it's really to keep that suspense going, I think. I think that's why you have that narration right up to the end. A lot of films do that as well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey's character in American Beauty mm-hmm. was narrating right after his death yeah. as well. Uh, and that's just to really keep the element of surprise. But if you already know... Uh, the end game of the yeah. history. Stephen, I was surprised they showed that. I well, I you. did as well, John, because I felt that you know there's such a time gap between 1992 and his death, and I felt I, I can't I can't understand why they would stretch it out this far mm-hmm. unless they're going to do a second season. Yeah, they didn't. They put ten years into one episode, which I didn't like. Yeah, I don't know about you, John. No, I hated I it. I didn't like that structure. I didn't like the way it was sort of flitting back and forth between the interview, uh, be, between him and Sushetta. Yeah. And then going to 2001, 2003, jumping up to 2007 or whatever it was, and going back to the interview, and it kind of threw me off. I'm like, well, when did this interview take place? I'm, I'm not really following. It was the only criticism I had of the probably the whole season mm-hmm. was the structure of this episode. Yeah, it was strange, Stephen. It did. Uh, I didn't like the fact that so many years sort of transpired within this single episode. 
We've seen that in obviously the first two episodes. It jumped to wait 10, 15 years or something like that. It's mm. 1970s to 1990s. That was fine because you were setting it up. I thought we could have got more meat and bones out of the sort of investigating into this guy's life. The sort of fallout of this scam and the, how the broken system was brought to light, brought to the attention of India and the world as a whole. I thought there was more meat in the bones. You could have got more and more episodes out of that. Sadly, they didn't get down that route, though. They wanted to sort of wrap it up, and it mm. felt rushed, and I didn't like that aspect of that episode. Yeah, that, that's and that's that, 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 I wouldn't say it besmirched or sullied the actual season for me. It didn't. No, it was no. a well-written, very well-structured, and it fo- and sort of flown season as a whole, but that was just a little gripe of mine, I have to say. But look, Stephen came back, I don't like keep diving sort of diving off and getting off in tangents because it's dangerous when you do that certainly when you've had a drink and you're as tired as I am so let's get back into the actual point here obviously he has he's, he, I've says Meta has an ideological inability to admit any guilt in that interview he ends the interview abruptly or Sushetta ends it because she doesn't like what she's getting from him yeah. he's, he's so anchored to the financial side of things and the good that he'd done that you can't really see that it's a huge scam and the part he played in the scam, he thinks it's just the system. I didn't do anything wrong. I was opportunistic. I played the loopholes. He's that anchored to that. He just cannot see outside of it. It's ideologically entrenched. And because of that, also that that's almost his undoing in a sense because if he'd yeah. admitted from the very start and unearthed everything that was going on, it may not have got as bad as it did for him. No. But he was sort of... He had this fan fantasy element where he thought he could come out and prevail and that he could bring down Delhi he could maybe I don't know negotiate with Delhi and maybe hope that he could bring them down if they weren't playing ball it was a, 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 a sort of war he was never going to win in a sense no. he was always going to lose I'm not going to win with governments and when they have everything under their control and stuff like that this guy's just the one media man is obviously on his he, yeah. heels as well yeah. but um the interview, I kind of saw that coming as well, John. Was, you know, Harshad and, and Sushetta um, are, are polar opposites, you know, and I like both the characters. I do I do really like both the characters for yeah. different reasons. Sushetta is truth-seeking as well, but there was times when it got personal with her, and I, I know that, you, that rubbed you up the wrong way, John. Yeah. But, Especially um, when she flat-out lied about it. Yeah, but then, it of course, never personal. Um, she gets married. Uh, this was something that just... <laughs> Uh, I don't know the chap's name. I've looked for his name. He's not got a photograph on <laughs> IMDb. Um, and I don't recall too many instances where they refer to his name. Steve, you know what I'll do? I will search her up. So Sheta Dalal, as you speak, and I'll yeah. find out who her husband so, was and I'll pin it. But it was a kind of montage, wasn't it? It was a kind of a, this sort of sequence. It was, it was nice music as well. I liked the music they were playing yep. during the, the, the wedding. Um, and it was a very colourful event as well, but at the same time, it's in a slice with what's happening with Harshad. He's losing all his assets at an auction. Yep. He actually attended the auction to see his like cars. I think it was a, a Lexus. It was a Lexus. A Lexi. Yeah. Lexi, yeah. Lexi uh, as Partridge would say. Um, Dan. Um, Dan! <laughs> I think... Um, I, I don't know Java. Why, I don't know why he Hoodoo. put himself through that. The guy that got his car took... He's a photo of himself, didn't he? Yeah, and he was car. in the background, it yeah. It was very similar to when Harsh had got the car. I mm-hmm. think he had a photo uh, getting taken in yeah. the car as well. And he, you can see him in the background just... He's obviously deflated. Yeah, he's not a happy but, chap. Um, so Sushetta's life sort of, you know... It's poetic. Yeah, on, on the rise, his has gone down the way. You know, they're meeting each other, you know, as one goes up, one goes down. Halfway, yeah. Um, and it's a great sequence, John. It was kind of out of the blue. The relationship between... 
I don't know the guy's name yet, but him and Sushetta. Well, it's Debashu. Uh, our spouse is uh, Debashi Basu, but I cannot find that character's name in the IMDb of Scam 1992, a harsh one. ad meta story. So it is, it's Did very strange. Match, Apart from no. possibly last, the last episode where she put her uh, head on his shoulder on the plane home. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really explored, Stephen. It was no, more harsh no, ad story in their defence. Perhaps it wasn't something we really had to concentrate it on. It took me off guard, let's put it that way. Yeah. When he proposed to her, I thought, I this thought is a little bit a, abrupt. I thought it was a platonic relationship, John, yeah. up to a point. That, <laughs> so because there was no hint of it. Until uh, yeah, it was last. sort of friendly. Yeah. Ju- sort yeah. of jousting and stuff like that over the, the case and investigating. I've never really seen the romance, but hey-ho, it happened in real life. They had to force it in briefly, yeah. in amongst the shit going on with Harshad, and that's absolutely fine. We also get to discover during the interview, John, as well, Harshad asking Sushetta, I hear you're writing a book, mm-hmm. and this is obviously what this television series is based on. Based scam. on the book, yeah. This scam, yeah. That's so, brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. getting very sort Inception. of inception-ish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meta, I think is the word. It's getting all meta. We're getting in Within stories, yeah, and it's, it's meta. Yeah, yeah, meta. Yeah, it works. Wow, that's it. I didn't even realise that there. I says that it didn't even come to my brain, Stephen. There you go. You're always a step ahead. Um, obviously, Harshad by Do you have a telescope attached to your head? That's a quote, incidentally. I'm reading. Yeah. How do you see so far into the future? Not the furniture, because it's all correct, isn't it? <laughs> X-ray vision. See right at a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> it auto-corrects me. I hate Apple. Oh, you shithead. I hate Siri and I hate the autocorrect. It's my absolute bane of my existence. But look, obviously Ashwin is criticising Harshad at this moment. He's watching him in an interview. He's thinking, this guy's just remaining busy while doing nothing. Yeah. That's him all over. But he's really a step ahead. This guy sees the sort of onset of the internet of personal computers in the mid-1990s. And he sees a I saw an avenue to John, advise on the stocks. John, even that quote, it's, it's so... Uh, it's so late 90s isn't it yeah. I've set up a website on the internet nobody <laughs> yeah. really says that now do and it? what was the name of the uh, website you recognised it? it was uh, Lycos Lycos yeah. there you go blast from the past so he's obviously he's, he's seen another avenue Stephen. Ash Jeeves Ash Jeeves oh, I remember that yeah <laughs> before yep. Google yeah the dark days yeah before the what was AOL it? remember AOL was well? the, the dark days before the empire yeah oh, is that what he says yeah. I can't remember <laughs> the dark days of the, 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 the galactic empire <laughs> Uh, I digress, man. We're going off in tangents here. It's getting very... It's over. It's past 12 o'clock at night here. John, I know it's why. Very you're, you're looking forward to seeing the final episode of The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Cannot wait to watch it, man. It's been a good day. I've watched the final episode of Scam 1992. I'm watching the final episode of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. It's, uh, it just can't get any better than that in terms of content getting yeah. consumed. It's good, high-caliber content. But look, Paul McCartney's stuff is now on Spotify. Well, McCartney 3, so... Well, actually, yeah. listen to one of his songs. Yeah. I tell you what, in terms of instrumental Jesus Christ the guy's still got it man he's playing about seven different instruments mm. in one song drums, guitar all sorts of not nice little piano time, not at the same time though but my god the guy's still got it he's a talented guy even if his voice is a little bit dodgy now but look that's fine he's late 70s it's to be expected I ain't get that guy's voice just now that he had that he's got in his 70s I haven't got that in my 30s let alone what he had in his 20s so I can't criticise but what I digress I'm going off in tangents here that's my fault Yes, that's okay. Tangents <laughs> are good. They take you a nice little happy place, yeah. as uh, perhaps uh, Bob Ross would say. <laughs> Bob Ross. What's <laughs> going on here? Oh. <laughs> Obviously, Stevie. Talking can- about hair, right? <laughs> Bob Ross, right? Talking about hair. Harshad's hair in this episode wow. is concerning. Um, Not I as concerning I, I, as I my hair, Stephen. <laughs> no, I saw a screenshot, John, of uh, episode oh. one. 
and what a full head of hair this guy had. Yep. Shiny, glossy hair, beautiful hair. Uh, getting to episode 10. He was a young guy there. That was the 70s. It looks almost like... We, 30 like, years have passed, even like nearly. Weetabix painted black. Um, it's stuck on his head. It's very, it's a f- f- very funny texture. Um, but you start to see the, the tempos going grey as well. It's I can't stress. talk, I've got that as well. It's a stress. But it's not stress with me. <laughs> no, oh, you've just had the newborn baby. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't get but, any stress, more but, stressful um, than that. It shows the sort of uh, ageing of him, John. It shows you the sort of um, pressure that's on him as well yeah. in his life. Um, I know we'll get to obviously talk about the sort of closing scenes of this episode mm-hmm. as well. But um, you can see the deterioration as well and how old he's getting. It was only yeah. in his late 30s as well at this point. Yeah, yeah, he died 41, didn't he? So yeah. he was a young chap when he died, let's be honest. Uh, so, But Stephen, he does, uh, uh, he does, he's, he goes through a physical transformation in this. He gets very gaunt, skinny, emaciated. He's obviously spending time in the cells, in the jail, Trunk, in a sense. Yeah. He's losing his hair. Things aren't going well for him. He's losing his assets, his money. He's still got that nice little Bombay uh, penthouse. Oh, and that's perhaps something, yeah. you know, to cling on to. Uh, as he loses absolutely everything that he's built in his entire life. But uh, also, Stephen, he does. He tries to find an avenue, man. He, he advises through the, the internet. And uh, he starts trying to set up Grow More again. He has pushback against it. They, they like his ideas of advising through the website. You don't have to actually go to physical places to speak to people with cups of tea you can actually do it remotely he's thinking ahead he's 10-15 years ahead of the curve mm-hmm. as ever Arshad's been ahead of the curve in this entire season getting into companies and sizing up how Morales and the workforce and using that to gauge stock p- prices and stuff like that guy's been ahead of the curve in the entire season but obviously he does he tries to set up Gromo he gets pushed back he decides to create another company and his in-laws names to try and circumvent it and he's in a sense rigging stock prices. He's creating an artificial market, as Sushetta puts it, which ultimately crashes. And he gets caught again. He gets caught because yeah. the prices rise up and then they immediately fall right back down. And he realises they went a little bit yeah, too yeah. high here. We're catching people's eyes. I don't eyes. think we can mention that last bit of this point you're making here uh, about her. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed at That's the first time I've seen that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think... really started to dislike her when she was yeah. going after him again because I became so emotionally attached. Yeah. And bonded to her, Shad. He's a maverick. How quick were they on him, though? You know, setting up the this new company under the in-laws uh, as the directors of the company. Well, Stephen, she says that her and uh, obviously are, are soon to be her, well, her husband at that point. Yeah. They say that there's been sort of safeguards put in place. This company that investigates now have got more ability to go in hands-on and deal with the situation. And mm. you see that. They go to his offices, they purge all of his records, and they immediately close it down. They close that shit down. and. Yeah. That just shows you where it's went in this story. They went from being toothless, going through every single little minutiae of bank receipts and stuff like that. It took years upon years to find the actual true scale of a scam before actually getting to investigating and bringing it down. A week and it shut down. So that shows you what Shishetta, in a sense, had achieved. Her whole goal was to unearth the scam and stop it happening again. Because he says to her at one point in that interview, no one cares, she says, I care. That's what her legacy is. Also, an earth in the scam, changing the system forever, yeah. where it, it can't happen again. So I that's think, some legacy to have. Yeah, and I think that sort of little sequence was to highlight that fact, you know, yeah. that it wasn't um, as an in-depth investigation to be mm-hmm. onto him right away this time. Not just him, but anyone that's sort of trying to rig the, the game, you know, and I think it was uh, it was over before it began. Yeah, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing wrong, you deserve to be brought to task for it in a sense but look Stephen speaking about doing wrong Busan the Rat 
<laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I called this out three yeah. episodes ago, this little shithead. Yep. You've got another name for him. Cooking the books, yeah. yeah. Little bald F, I've called him. He withheld 300 crores from the shares when they were doing sort of uh, looking over and yeah. he had to take stock and yeah. put give it to the CBI, the authorities. Yeah. He withheld it. Yeah. Moved it into another company, sold it off into the stock exchange to earn, earn himself some money. 300 crores worth, that's a lot of money. Mm. Of course, he kept it secret. It gets unnerved. Ashwin discovers the, the inaccuracies and stuff like yeah. that in the books. They go and rat out to the CBI. Well, they go to the, the CBI to try and reclaim these shares, thinking it's been a miscalculation from the initial investigation. Mm. And then it all comes to a head. Busan unveils himself to be a rat. He goes in to Ashwin and... Hershan, look, and I'm calling him a rat, but you can see from his point of view, he was left to the side. The guy was promised the world. Yeah. He got nothing. He was a, a sort of, I was about to say, an internet gopher. That's a totally different thing. We've got gophers on the internet. We've got everything on the internet now, man. We've got people paying big fat heifers to put more weight on. It's a mucky world on the internet, man, I tell you. But obviously. <laughs> I don't know what an internet gopher is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> Stephen, listen, I don't know what it is either, but I'm sure it exists because it's internet. Mm. It's 2020. Don't Google it, folks. No, we, we're not googling that shit, man. It'll be like uh, <laughs> it'll be like Pulp Fiction at the end. <laughs> That's the kind of gophers you've got in the internet. internet. But obviously, he's a, he's a an office gopher, Stephen. Yeah. He's so, what, what did you say? An office clerk. An office clerk. Yeah. He's an office That's clerk, sweet. and he feels wronged, and he says, and he's right. You gained out of this. This was your. You says you would. What was it? He says again. Give me, join me, and I'll, I'll guarantee success or something. He says you got success. You have this. You have the house. What have I got? I've got nothing. I've got a family. I have to protect them. It was a great scene. It was a great back and forth. It was passionate. It was really well acted. Uh, but obviously he's a rat, and I have to write that because yeah. he is a rat. Well, and he wronged her shad and Ashwin. He wronged them, but how many times did they wrong him? Uh, so you can see it from both sides, John. I but like sticking them into the CBI, that was yeah. a low blow. Well, they didn't know at that point. They thought it was a mistake, did they not? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until he came clean. No, um, I mean, he actually stuck them in. Oh, yeah, Bouchard stuck, went yeah. afterwards and uh, was ratted that, on was her that, the, that was after the confrontation, yeah. though, wasn't it? You know, oh, sure. I think at that point, the relationship just broke down. Yeah. And um, He was getting in before them, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, he was protecting himself, John. And that's, I suppose, if you're in that position, that's what you do. Yeah. It doesn't make it right. No, it certainly doesn't, you know, especially with the way their relationship started in episode one. You know, um, where yeah, it's quite that, ironic, isn't it, Stephen? Poetic. He was, he was showing him the ropes. Yeah, right? he started yeah. Harshad's journey, and he ends Harshad's journey. That's yeah, quite poetic. Yeah, that's, that is yeah, pretty. Yeah. That's poetry in motion. Yep. And then, obviously, Stephen, we get a final house raid. Harshad, and it's a great scene. He's finally he's watching TV. Yeah, yeah because he has a moment with his wife prior to it. He's sitting on the bed. He says, "Look, I'm tired. I'm done with this. Mm. I just want to chill and relax." She says, "Well, if you want to stop worrying, just stop thinking about it. Yeah. Think about me." And they have a great sort of moment. Then yeah. the family are together watching the TV in the house. They're all at ease. They've mm. came to terms with it. The raid comes. He gets taken away. He gets arrested. He's getting slapped. And, and essentially, that says he's been killed by the state because he's been put in such a situation of stress and immense pressure that his heart just couldn't survive it. He's ended no. up having a heart attack. And the state have got what they wanted. They've killed their scapegoat, yeah. in a sense. And I says that, Stephen, thoughts on that? First and foremost, the actual scene, then thoughts on his death in the context of a series. It was tragic watching it, it absolutely was, tragic. And then yeah. in real world terms, did they actually, do you think they actually did kill him by not getting him the treatment they deserved? Because watching that 2001, 
being left to sit in a waiting room and you're having a heart attack, that is barbaric. Um, the barbaric. Fact, the fact that they were carrying them on foot as well. Horrendous. It's a bit medieval, but um, do I think they killed them? Yeah, I think they did. I think the, the pressure they were putting on, the um, harassment um, from the authorities as well, deliberate ha- harassment as well, to keep him on his toes, to keep him in his place. They said that in the previous episode, yeah. you know, just send them a message. Um, just remind him, make sure that he's scared, mm-hmm. you know. And I think uh, Harshad was very good at portraying this confident, um, positive guy. But I think deep down, yeah, that will tell on anyone, Steve. Yeah, I th- and it did it proven. It was proven that it, it was John. The actual sequence itself, I love the score um, yeah. when he was getting led into the hospital, um, and obviously when he was sitting in that bench. And the saddest thing is he died alone. Yeah. That was the, the probably. The most heartbreaking mm-hmm. moment of the the, the season was um, him just being him, there himself. His brother, shouting for his brother, his wife. Yeah, it was, was it his sad. wife? It might have been. I can't remember, John. I, I was actually caught up in the moment. I thought it was very sad. It was. It was very emotional. But um, his family came in, and I, I actually felt sorry for the boy. Yeah. He just absolutely broke down. Yeah. Um, his wife, she's down, obviously just um, cradling him, absolutely inconsolable. Um, but it was such an emotional scene. Um, but it was going to happen. The only thing I will say, John, is I did not think that this season would take us up to his death. No. Um, you know how when uh, filmmakers, the likes of Martin Scorsese, will pick Bob Dylan mm-hmm. or the Rolling Stones, they will do a section of their life. I, I wrongly assumed this is what they were going to do with yeah. the Harshad Meta story. I felt they were going to do it from his humble beginnings, just to give you a sort of brief intro of where he came from and then focus on the scam and not everything afterwards. We got a whole decade after the scam yeah. as well in this episode, which was another great reverse. And I didn't think we would actually see the death of him as well. I think it was quite a depressing end to, well, to the season. In their defence, Stephen, the whole charade, the investigations into him, it didn't end until he died. Oh, well, that's the yeah. title cards. Obviously he then, dies and yeah. then only then does it all sort of, sort of crumble. There's no evidence. They... they they can't harass the guy anymore because he's no longer there. So it didn't end until he actually died. So that's no. the only really logical way they could have concluded it was with him dying. Yeah. And it was, it was tragic watching it. It was barbaric in the way they treated the guy. He's left to his own devices having a heart attack. I was cringing watching it. I'm like, yeah. get that guy help. But also I knew that he'd passed away with a heart attack so I knew he wasn't getting any help. No. And obviously the, the way it's framed with the fireworks going off and stuff like that, yeah. it was a it was a tragedy. The, yeah. the whole story is a tragedy. And the way they phoned Sushetter as well and informed her that he's died and the sort of juxtaposition of that and the, the family grieving, mm. the guilt of her maybe pursuing this guy and leading to this, it's just, it was just it was a, a nice well, that, scene. It was a nice moment. Really well structured. She reacted to greatly to it. The actress that is... Um, no. I don't think she cared, Stephen. No, really, she did. I don't, I don't think, think she was, cared. We say it wasn't personal. I don't think it was. It was personal towards the person. I think it was towards the person's actions. She yeah. was more personal about. I don't that. think she wanted him to die. No, or anything of course like not. That. I just don't think it was that dramatic. I don't think it would have been true to her character either to mm-hmm. have her break down in tears or anything like that when she heard the news. I, I think and of she course, was, I think it was more taken aback. And of course, this whole thing is, as you did say, adapted from her perspective on the events. Yeah and memoirs and stuff like that so exactly, she's not yeah. going to create a scene where she's sobbing her eyes out she'll want to create this stoic version of herself yeah, where she, she was awarded took uh, it out. I, can't, I don't, don't know what it was in 2006 yeah was, uh, i seen something yeah she got a, a sort of an award for maybe a journalism her, her endeavors yeah. in journalism so yeah. fair play I mean, as I did see you don't get a better legacy 
and completely changing a corrupt financial system. Changing it to the point where it, it goes from being a, a discombobulated jungle-like mess of BRs and all this stuff to cutting that shit down within a week or two weeks. That's yeah. a complete change of the system and she brought that on by her investigation. So not only a work it, and I, look, Stephen, she, she was an, an intriguing character in this story yeah. as well. The only sort of female journalistic figure in the Times of India that that um, story is an aside her rise and the fall yeah, of her shadow she says all, it was really intriguing and also one of the probably a handful of the characters and slash actors that was in it from the very beginning right to the very yeah, end as well absolutely I think she was in one of the first scenes which she was in the she first was scene, the first scene yeah, yeah it was uh, that little guy that obviously the, the whistleblower the whistleblower yeah and Stephen final thoughts in the episode though and the series as a whole I have to say uh, the, the Episode 9 was my favourite of the entire season. Yeah, agree, there was yeah. some really standout moments throughout the whole season. Though. There wasn't one episode I thought was terrible. They all had something going for them in one yeah. way or another. This one, not quite my top. I don't know why it's no. rated the top, but I suppose it's concluding it in a really nice way, yeah. even if it does jump 10 years and stuff like that. And that, that kind of rubbed John, me up the wrong well way. Because you were always a supporter of um, Harshad yeah. as well. Uh, and to obviously see, to see the the decline and obviously the NT's life is yeah. is is a downer. But if that's what happened, that's what happened. You can't change that. Stephen, I like seeing the real Harshad at the end though. The, the little conversations. This guy was like a celebrity. Yeah, he was but, on having talk shows and stuff you like how that. How good the actor playing him was. As yeah, well, John, and how he, he he sort of captured these mannerisms as well. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't my favourite episode, but no. I, I kind of expected that. I always feel that if you know. Um, I don't like watching things I, to the end, Stephen, I, I, as you know. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of seasons I've not finished. Yeah, I know, because it's it's the end. That's yeah. it. it doesn't go any further than that. Yeah. And sometimes you try and hang back uh, to see that finale. But the season as a whole, um, the person um, who recommended us watching that trailer reaction all that <laughs> time back, two or three months ago, I'd just like to thank them for that because that we would not have known about this television series. We wouldn't have known about that trailer that we did the reaction to, which absolutely exploded on our YouTube channel. I think it's our third most watched, fourth most watched video. Uh, we're going to put it out. <laughs> about 20,000 views, which is impressive for a small channel like ourselves. It got us t- intrigued enough to do episodic reviews. Yeah, first uh, time well. we've done it. It's the first time we've did this on... And we'll our, be doing it again. ...a show and for movie, movie burners in four years. We've always stayed true to doing movies because that's the, the name of our yeah. uh, show, you know. Um, but it was... We we took that chance. We I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a nice little break from mm-hmm. doing just the standalone movies and doing it episodic. Uh, was fantastic. Also, the episodes flew in for me. Yeah. Every one of them felt, in my book, maybe about twenty minutes long because I was that intrigued to see where this story was going to take us. Yep, fantastic acting as well was superb. Loved the music in it as well, and I liked the editing as well. It's something we don't really talk about too much on television yeah. shows, but I loved all those sort of panning shots. There was one, and I think the episode, the last episode, it was the uh, the ocean, um, the tide coming in. Yep, and I, I think that. That was quite a sort well, of. Well, he says, I am a sea. That was a poetic sort of moment as well. And it was l- those little things that make good television. Well, he says, Stephen, this is Bombay. Everything will change, but the ocean will always be there. So I am the ocean of Delay Street. Yeah. So the guy was the ocean. So again, poetic. Stephen, I can only echo what you say. I've really enjoyed the season as a whole. Really well written. Extraordinary, extraordinarily well written. Extraordinary. That's extraordinary. Extraordinary, yeah. The great Martin. Really well written, uh, really flowed by. Every episode was quick, uh, 25, 30 minutes gone in a heartbeat. 
brilliant acting performances from Pratik Gandhi, everyone involved really, the, the, the women that played Sushet as well, really good acting throughout. Well structured in the main, apart from that time jump in the final episode. Just an interesting story too about this maverick guy, how he rose from nothing in a crowded little house with all of his family to being a, one of the superstars of sort of the financial game in India, moseying into a cliquey sort of money market. What a story it was, and all stories have to have their end, and sadly the end was tragic, it was sad to watch, but it was well sort of created, well yep. faithfully adapted from what I can see, and it was and well I really, worth watching. It was well worth watching, yep. really enjoyed it man, and uh, yeah, it's going to round it up, I ain't got much more to add. It's going to round up our episode 10 review, it's going to end up the, the review of the entire season as a whole. It can only, again, echo what you said Stephen, thanks to the person who recommended reacting to it. We wouldn't have known it existed no. if you didn't, and I'm glad I've watched it. First for the Indian TV as well, so I'm sure we'll be giving that a bash again at some yeah, point. Definitely. But that's going to round it up, man. What was your thoughts on the whole season, that episode, everything in between? You can comment below if you've got anything to say. You can also like the video if you've enjoyed it, and you can subscribe to the channel if you want to see more content like this in the future. And if you do, that's what you'll get, guys. But look, going to bid you farewell. It's very late here. Have a short and sweet. <laughs>